Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, June 9th. Life is full of opposites and typically where something is flowing with the tide, there'll be something else pushing against it. This is true in the investing space, where funds marketed to those who do not want to focus on ESG can actively push back on the trend. Anti-ESG funds are fast growing in numbers, especially in the US where ESG has become divisive and highly politicised, although flows are less conclusive. Morningstar has analysed the market and found 26 funds that have an anti-ESG agenda and generally promote themselves in this way. 18 of these funds launched last year. The funds reached a combined US$2 billion as of March 2023, a seven-fold increase in a year. Flows into these funds peaked in the third quarter of 2022, with $376 million pouring in, although more than 80% of that was collected by Strive US Energy ETF, attracting more than $300 million in its first month. However, from Q4 2017 through to the first half of 2022, anti-ESG funds lost an average of $1.2 million each quarter. The funds often invest in SIN stocks, the kind that socially responsible funds specifically exclude, back companies with right-leaning values or have anti-ESG proxy voting policies. There are also funds which, while appearing to launch with ESG investing principles, have removed references to this in their names and documentation since. While the past year has seen an exponential growth of anti-ESG funds, they're not new. Some of the funds that Morningstar identified had been around since the early 2000s. Their focus industries include tobacco, alcohol, gambling, adult entertainment and firearms. The report highlights that even as the ESG space has softened on some SIN stocks, these vice stocks generally remain off-limits for responsible investing. While investing aligned with values is a key tenet of both ESG and anti-ESG funds, they're united in the goals of the individual investor to make alpha. Morningstar examined the performance of the 26 anti-ESG funds it analysed and noted that only eight claimed track records longer than a year and the funds can be found in 13 Morningstar categories, meaning the investment strategies and performance drivers will vary widely across the sample. While this limits the ability to make conclusive comparisons, nearly half of the funds earn medals under the Morningstar medalist rating, meaning the firm has some degree of confidence in their ability to outperform peers or relevant benchmarks. The threat to Canadian individuals and companies from cyber attacks has never been higher as criminals use increasingly sophisticated methods. And while the world is waiting to see whether AI will be a net positive or net negative for our lives, cyber criminals have decided it's a winner for them. A new report from PwC Canada reveals the evolving cyber threat landscape in the last year, which has been exacerbated by geopolitics, economic volatility and the acceleration of digitalization over recent years. More than one in ten Canadian CEOs believe their company will be either highly or extremely exposed to cyber risks over the next 12 months, 18% over the next five years. The report highlights five key trends that are shaping the Canadian cyber threat landscape. AI reshaping that landscape, sophistication of ransomware operators, data breaches remaining a key threat, geopolitical tensions and threats focused on Internet of Things and operational technology devices will increase quickly. Every industry and business is different, but generally this decade has proven challenging for Canada's small and medium enterprises. Leaping almost seamlessly from pandemic to inflation to higher rates, SMEs continue 
continue to deal with unprecedented struggles just to keep the business open, let alone trying to grow. A new report from the Business Development Bank of Canada highlights the financial issues that are keeping many Canadian business owners awake at night. It shows that the cost of doing business grew 600% more between 2020 and 2021 than it did between 2013 and 2019. And this has hit businesses hard, with 65% saying they felt negative impact of rising costs. Of course, many Canadian SMEs mitigated the devastating effects of the pandemic on their business by accepting government support, most notably the Canada Emergency Business Account loan. But thousands of small businesses will lose the forgivable portion of these loans at the end of 2023, which will add up to $20,000 more to their debt and cause them to face 5% interest on the full balance. The Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses says 2,500 SMEs will be affected. That's 19% of all small businesses in Canada, unless the government extends the deadline for repayment. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, tech stocks post first outflows for two months. Economists expect the Fed to pause next week. And Wells Fargo helps advisors gain a sports and entertainment designation. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.